As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at Chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's Chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Today on the Game Marks podcast, it's Fantasy Warfare as we play WWE All-Stars. We dive headfirst into WWE All-Stars from 2011 and finally set the record straight. Will we play it forever? Woo! Or future endeavor? You're fired! How does Fantasy Warfare match up to Path of Champions? How would John Cena match up against the immortal Hulk Hogan? Plus, we interview former WWE Tag Team Champions Brian Myers and Matt Cardona, formerly known as Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder, about the coinciding figures to All-Stars title. All this plus our weekly tournament, Clash at the Feast. Plug in and put on those nostalgia goggles because of this week's Game Marks podcast starts now. And now, the Game Marks! Welcome to the Game Marks podcast. My name is George Feast. And I'm Johnny Clash, and this week we are playing WWE All-Stars. As always, we love to hear from you guys, so please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and make sure to subscribe and rate this podcast wherever you choose to listen and join the conversation on all forms of social media at Game Marks Pod. Johnny Boy, hey, how we doing up? this week? How we doing? We are fresh off of our Money in the Bank pre 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 show. The priest of pre shows. How are you feeling about it? Uh, I think we went what three and three. We we kind of split it down the middle. You're yeah. We have new champions on SmackDown and Raw. <laughs> yes, um, we do. We have two new Mr. Money in the Banks. It was a good time. Yeah, a lot of fun. Uh, barring one or two slight technical difficulties, all in all, I think it was a pretty good time. Uh, shout out to everyone that came and hung out with us. And uh, be on the lookout for the uh, next uh, live stream we got going on. We may, uh, we may be doing them more than just uh, monthly. Right, John? Yeah, we'll uh, we'll keep everyone updated with that. But we also saw that even though I can't kick out of a damn pin, I think I'm officially Mr. 2K20 Money in the Bank. Yeah, <sighs> I uh, grabbing that that briefcase is not my strong suit. Apparently, I learned that <laughs> I learned that yesterday. Uh, well, I guess taking three tries in the 2K20 Story Mode for me to actually get it down, I think I finally did it. <laughs> 
But and you have played more of that story mode than I have, so <laughs> yeah. But enough of 2K20. No one wants to be bored with that game. How do you feel about WCW, the main event from last week? I'm sticking with my my rating. I uh, it, there was something slightly charming about it, and uh, I think for terms of it being a handheld, not mobile game, it's actually actually pretty good. What about you? Sticking with it? I'm sticking with Future Endeavor just for the fact that when we sat down to record today, I was like, wait, what did we play last week? <laughs> yeah. So Okay. <laughs> it had its moments. That makes sense. Like I don't know, they still did Ron Simmons dirty, but still, I'm I'm sticking with my future endeavor. They they did do Ron Simmons very dirty. That was not uh it's if I'm future endeavoring one part of the game, it's that. Yeah, but anyway, later today on this podcast, we have a very special interview with some good friends of ours. We have former WWE SmackDown Tag Team Champions, former WWE Raw Tag Team Champions, former WWE Superstars, Kurt Hawkins, and Zack Ryder, along with Silver Balls himself from the Major Wrestling Figure Podcast, they will be joining us to discuss some of the, you know, coinciding figures from WWE All-Stars. I'm very excited. Mark's been a good friend of mine for a very long time, so it's, it's cool that, uh, we got to do a, a podcast together, like an actual episode. I've done his podcast, now he's done ours. Good times. I've wrestled him numerous times. We had a nice yeah, you guys year and a half long history. feud. So. <laughs> and I was there for that too, because I sat in the crowd and watched you two pummel each other. Exactly, but that's coming up later. We're very excited. But George, we, uh, we had an episode a couple weeks ago on Backyard Wrestling, where Matt Cross, M-Dog, was in it, and... I believe you or Nick asked, was he in any other games after this? Because he was kind of on the indie scene. He did Tough Enough. He was in Lucha Underground. Lucha Underground, yeah. But I just came across a list of who did the motion capture for 2K20 and his name popped up. So technically, (laughs) technically he was a part of 2K20. That name, uh, I think when we had our interview with with Chris Statlander, she she had mentioned some, some people... Um, that were also there, and I I don't think that he was one of them. But that's that's super cool to know that he was there. I would love to. Maybe they were on different days or something. Yeah, maybe I would love to get in contact with him and bring him on sometime. But do you want to hear about some gaming news this week? Oh, baby, let's do it. Are you looking to get a better grip on life? How about your video games? Well, VGF Gamers are the largest silicone gaming brand in the USA. They have a variety of different and unique skins for the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One controllers and consoles. Check out their products at VGFGamers.com and use code GAMEMARKS to receive 15% off of your order at checkout. That's G-A-M-E-M-A-R-K-S at checkout. VGF Gamers. Better grip, better style. Resident Evil 8 is rumored to be in development and rumored to be released sometimes next year on all of the next-gen and current consoles. At the moment, Capcom has neither confirmed nor denied these rumors, most of which come from reputable sources and industry insiders. And one of the biggest of these sources just revealed a new tidbit about the game. According to reliable industry insider Dusk Golem, the upcoming new entry in the long-running and popular survival horror series will be by far the darkest and most gruesome Resident Evil yet. 
Unfortunately, this is where the details dry up, but the insider does suggest the game will be revealed soon, which makes sense if it's going to launch next year. Here we go. Cyberpunk 2077 just revealed its biggest feature yet. Customizable genitals. <laughs> In the upcoming PS4, Xbox One, PC, PS5, Xbox Series X, and Google Stadia RPG, you can customize your own junk. Word of the feature comes way of the game's official ESRB rating, which unsurprisingly dished out the M for Mature rating to the game. According to the North American Rating Board, in the game, players can customize their breasts, buttocks, and genitalia, which includes sizes and combinations. And of course, there will be plenty of sexual activity that goes along with this. Now that's all the gaming news I can handle this week. Check back next week. I want to talk about nothing but cyberpunk why so the part why (laughs) so so you could like mix and match your junk (laughs) like different combinations no i throw my hands up why so i would like a half green of all the features to put into games i would make i would make it orange and blue for for the islanders uh maybe pinstriped (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. Anyway, there was a rumor of a WWE EA Sports game this week. Did you see that on Twitter? I did. So, I for the, those... The, the, the gaming world was, was buzzing about this rumor, and, you know, what, what's the term? What's ever, the speculation was running wild, and everyone's trying to throw their hat in to try to figure out what this is, and, uh... You, you you seem to have an update on this, so I would like you to share the information with, with me and the world. Okay, so there was a job listing posted by EA Sports. And the key responsibility said, edit, check, test-tune the team and player data in WWE and in-game on a constant basis. The word term WWE was used multiple times. And it actually was our buddy Justin Leeper who posted, here is misinformation in wrestling game media. Stories about EA and WWE working on a new game. Evidence. Job posting. Me. I do five minutes of research and see it's BS. It's posted for a position in Mexico for a soccer game where WWE must be an acronym for something else. Here's the screenshot. And he posted the job posting, which it doesn't look anything like a wrestling game. WWE stands for something in the website editor, I believe, but... After Googling, there's actually a website called FIFA-WWE.EA.com, and WWE in that sense means World Football World Football Web Editor. So, so I think it's people, a FIFA title. Yeah, I I would assume, but I think people just quickly jump to conclusions. Oh my God, there's no 2K20 in WWE. The acronym is featured in this job title for ea sports so let's make screenshots of aj styles with the ea sports logo and everyone can go nuts because that's what people do yeah (laughs) it means you're not wrong but we're not getting a wwe ea title anytime soon so we're still gonna wait for 2k22 (laughs) to come out as our (laughs) next main title but i told you i'm 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 here for battlegrounds man i'm that that's gonna be my new main title I may be the only one, but that's going to be it. No, I'm excited, especially after playing All-Stars this week. I'm excited for Battlegrounds also. But speaking of our pal Justin Leeper, everyone go right now 
Take out your phone, take out your computer, follow him on YouTube, get his channel up. He is posting some great stuff in the past, and he told me that he has some content worked out for the future as well, and I don't think you're going to want to miss it, so get on that now. Great friend of the show, Justin Leeper, always super active on Twitter. Like John said, be sure to go and follow him. Now, I think it's time that you ask me uh, that little question. All right, so it is now time for the question of the week. Finally, the Game Marks podcast has our own pro wrestling tea store. Brace yourself because the Game Marks podcast is now on ProWrestlingTees.com, featuring multiple designs created by us. Head on over to ProWrestlingTees.com slash GameMarksPod today to play it forever. So the question of the week is a weekly segment where we go back and forth, we ask each other questions, and then obviously we like to propose the question to you, the listener, and you can respond to us on any form of social media at GameMarksPod. Last week's question, and boy, what a question this was, John, was if you were going to remake the WrestleMania arcade roster with current superstars, who would you pick? And I don't think we have ever had a question blow up quite like this one on social media. What a response. Um, The screenshots that you put together of the (laughs) game were unbelievable. And I really think that enforced the whole desire and want and need for this. That RKO, the RKO with the Vipers coming out. Amazing. I think there were some people that, like, quote, retweeted it. Like, oh my god, I need this game. Or... When is this coming out? Like, I think some people actually did believe it, and I'm sorry to say that it's not a real game, but if we could ever develop something close to it, we would uh, we would definitely be on that. I but, mean, we could we could work on developing a game like that and then just not use the likeness of anyone. It's just us. <laughs> <laughs> it could be uh, Brandy Morton would be the guy. Brandy and- Morton. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Um <laughs> But yeah, I mean, it was, it's a game everyone always loved, and I think people are, would like a little a little refresh in it. So if anyone at WWE Games is listening, give it to us. <laughs> uh, all right, so this week, it is my question, and in honor of our guests and the games that we're playing, or the game that we're playing, uh, I, I, I look around... My, my office right now where I'm sitting and I, I noticed that I have a lot of pops on the wall and it got me thinking. What wrestlers, as Johnny Clash holds up his baby Yoda uh, Freshly brand delivered. new pop bobblehead, um, what wrestler do you think deserves a pop figure but doesn't have one? Hmm. It could be current. It could be a legend. Um... I mean, there's it, the only stipulation is that it has to be someone that currently doesn't have a pop, and it has to be a wrestler. That's hard because they've made just about everyone. Mm, I mean, I have not everyone. Yeah, well, I have like everyone I really like. Like, I have Sting, I have Finn, I have Seth, I have Jeff Hardy. I I got them all. Um, I'm still searching. Wait, you for- have Jeff, but not Matt. No, I have I have Matt, but I'm saying my favorites. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was um, just like they came in a two pack. How do you have one yeah. and not the other? 
uh, I have the Walgreens. I think it was Walgreens, Kane and Shawn Michaels, yeah. which were awesome. Yep. I got the New Day set when Toys R Us went out of business. That's all they had, so I grabbed it for like six dollars. <laughs> I don't know. I'm still looking for that Wolfpack Sting because it's rare. <laughs> I mean, you could find it. The problem is, is that it's like a hundred and like twenty five dollars or something like that. I mean, there's no, there's no Kurt Hawkins, and there's. I mean, they're not going to put See, a WWE one out now, but I feel like after they that's made... That's what I want. After they made the New Japan figures, I feel like we're going to start getting more, like, indies, more maybe AEW pop toys. Um, I would like my friend we already M- have MJF. Of them. I would like MJF. That would be cool. Yeah. Put on the Friends uh, and I'll Family a, shelf. I'll take a Chris, Chris Statlander pop. Yep. I'm a big... Uh, I've become a big Darby Allen fan. I would like one of him. I think he would translate very well to a pop. Um, I think Co- Cody with the with the ne- uh, the neck tattoo. Yeah, an updated Cody, <laughs> sure. Because uh, they the Cody that they have now is brown hair Cody, right? They didn't make a blonde hair Cody. That's just the micro brawler has the blonde variant. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's true. And then because that's that's all from yeah brown the hair Japan run. Yeah, so what about an updated blonde- Chris Jericho? Oh yeah! Oh, like a Le Champion. Yeah, the last one they put out was the list, Jericho. Uh, oh, oh, oh! I got it. You do Le Champion, uh, Jericho, and the Chase variant is a little bit of the bubbly. There you go. Um, what about a video game based on pop toys, kind of like backyard wrestling, like a wrestling so, game with pop toys? So. Funko makes these little mini animations. I don't know if you've ever seen them, but like they have like these little, I don't know, five, ten minute movies that they made with a lot of the Star Wars and the DC and Marvel pops. And they're like mini movies. And every time I see them, I go, this would translate so well into a game that I, I if they're not working on it, they, they got to get on it because it just, the, they're so popular. It's it's just like another, you know, transition to them to to be getting into the video game world. I'd be surprised if they weren't working on something already. Even if it's for like the Switch or like a handheld or mobile, that would be cool. I don't know. I would play it. Yeah. So so what's your answer? You're 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 going with AEW? Yeah, I think we're gonna see it. But I would go with an AEW line. Okay, that's cool. Um my thought was um I would love like Edge and Christian. I would love the Dudley Boys. That way you can have, you know, the Hardy Boys, the Dudley Boys, Edge and Christian. Um I think like a Jim Ross or a Jerry Lawler pop would be great. Um uh, uh, Howard Finkel would be a great one cuz we have Mean Gene. You could just get everyone in there. Yeah, well, I'm uh, I'm trying to google these as you go and I'm actually surprised that none of those exist already. I, I own most of the wrestling pops aside from the mm-hmm. crazy expensive ones like Rey Mysterio and CM Punk um, and Daniel Bryan, which is like, that is the weirdest pop because that pop is <laughs> 99% beard. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I think we need more Attitude Era guys. Okay. It seems like they're putting like one or two out with each set, so it might be a while. Yeah. I don't think we need uh, any more Hogan's. I don't think we need any more... Uh, who else has multiple versions? I don't think we need any more Sean's. I think uh, maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe if you're going to put out another Sean, you do a two pack with Hunter and you have like a DX uh, tag team pack. 
Yeah, there was a Triple H that I think WWE posted lately that never came out, and it was sick. He had the long hair and the beard, handlebar beard. But yeah, that'd I be think cool. Triple H is like one of my least favorite ones, just because you can only either get the one with the mask, the hammer, or the other variant that's like fifty bucks. Yeah, yeah. I've been. I mean, not to sidetrack with the wrestling stuff, but I've been collecting. I have most of like uh, the Force Awakens series. I bought them all in one shot, but then I had the DC boxes like monthly, and then the pops just got like really crappy, and I didn't really like them anymore after Hawk Girl, so I canceled that. But I've yeah. collected most of the NHL ones, other than like the Rangers because I don't like the Rangers. And um, like when I went to Montreal, I picked up it's a separate podcast just yeah. about your feelings on the Rangers. I picked up I picked up the Canada exclusives. I picked up the Toronto exclusives, not John Tavares. Um, but I like the NHL ones, the MLB ones. So more than just wrestling, I like collecting all yeah. of those guys. I have I have Star Wars. I have uh, WWE. I have uh, what else do I have? I have like a bunch of random TV shows, like Firefly and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, this was. I think I thought this was a, a very appropriate question for today's episode. <laughs> I know that. Um, not maybe not so much Brian, but I know Matt is very much into the pops. He has his own, obviously. Um, so I have that one too. <laughs> I also have that one. I have the purple um, variant. Oh, is that the chase? Is the purple one? Yeah. I didn't even know I had the chase. I just thought I had the regular one. Cool. Uh, but yeah, so let us know what wrestlers you think would be great pops if they're to, to steal a phrase from the major wrestling figure podcast who's very toyetic that you think would be good as a pop um let us know your answers on any form of social media at game marks pod and uh what do you say john we ready time to, to take the dive let's 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 jump right in that deep dive hey guys johnny here While we love talking about video games and wrestling here on the podcast, we wanted to share with you a new offer from our friends at Stitcher. An enormous amount of shows and bonus episodes are available on Stitcher Premium, such as Office Ladies, Comedy Bang Bang, WTF with Mark Aaron, How Did This Get Made, Bitch Sesh, True Crime Garage, Marvel's Wolverine, and plenty more. Right now, you could sign up for Stitcher Premium for only $4.99 a month or... $34.99 $34.99 a year using our code GameMarksPodcast. That's all one word. Head on over to Stitcher.com slash premium for this amazing deal and a free month. That's Stitcher.com slash premium and use code GameMarksPodcast. That's all one word. Game on, Marks. All right, so... WWE All-Stars released March 29th, 2011 for consoles and November 22nd, 2011 for the 3DS. Now, this game came out on so many consoles. It was on the PlayStation 2, the PlayStation 3, the PlayStation Portable, the Nintendo Wii, the Xbox 360, and the Nintendo 3DS. So kind of like we're seeing with Battlegrounds, how it's going to come out everywhere, including the PC. Yes. Yes. Uh, This was developed by THQ San Diego for the PS3 and the 360 and Subdued Software for the PS2, the Wii, the 3DS, and the PSP. Published by THQ. And I don't know, first impressions, man, this is like the most 
nostalgia, modern, for the time, revamp of that arcade, like, beat-em-up for wrestling. Oh, yeah. I, this was like, this was like uh, WrestleMania Arcade 3D. Like, it's it's so awesome. Yeah, you just can't only side-scroll. Like, you could actually <laughs> go other places in the ring. But it's very, yeah. it's very close. Uh, this is probably, what do you say, as action figure-based of a game as you're going to get. Um, so much so that... You know, they actually released figures to coincide with this. Yeah, uh, actually... We'll do more on that later. <laughs> actually, when... I remember when this game came out, seeing what they looked like. I thought the game itself was based on action figures. Because I wasn't a collector then. And I didn't really know, like, the difference between Jax and Mattel and all that in 2011. I just didn't care, because I was older. Um, but seeing, like, how the figures did come out, which we will get to later... I think they could have taken more of, like, the appearance of the character models from the game. Yeah. I, I 100% agree with that. Um, the So what what's the game? Uh, so this game comes out in 2011. So this is, what, the same year as SmackDown vs. Raw 2000? So this comes out with WWE 12. And this comes out with, with yeah, with WWE 12. So this game, very different than the SmackDown vs. Raw series. So this game actually coincides the release year of WWE 12. It's kind of in the middle. So this game comes out in March of 2011, and then October was SmackDown vs. Raw 2011, and then WWE 12 came out November, actually the same day as the 3DS, November 22nd, 2011. So I guess... They kind of put those out together, like WWE 12 with All-Stars for the 3DS, same day. Okay, so 2000, so uh, SVR 11 comes out October of 2010. Yep. Then this releases March of 2011, and then... Uh, big year, big year for the, the WWE. Yeah, this, the, oh my god, that's games. like, that's an insane, what is that, nine months? Yeah. Yeah. Wow, Jesus. The hell of a nine months for WWE games. Maybe that's why I didn't own this originally. Maybe it was just too saturated. Because I was very much aware of the game. Yeah, I remember seeing the commercials during Raw and SmackDown. And like, oh, this game seems like it's for kids. I don't want to play it. Blah, blah, blah. It doesn't look real. Like, I was all about, especially then, I was all about, like, WWE SmackDown 2011. I was all about WWE 12. Like, that's all I played. Like, I ran through those stories, like, six times back then. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Winter break from college. Like, you can't see me not on my PlayStation or Xbox. I mean, that's the time, though. Like, I had... What did I have? I, I guess I, at this time, I had my PlayStation 3 in... Yeah. Yeah, I had my PlayStation 3, and actually, prior to this game coming out, I had my PlayStation 3 in my dorm room, and for, like, the, you know, past four years or whatever, and bought the games every year. Wasn't actively watching, but bought the games every year just because I love the game so much, and then graduated college, this game came out a year or two after that, and then I think I was just like... Eh, I'll take a break from wrestling games for a little bit, and then immediately got twelve when it came out. So like, I feel like I had, well, I, I had SmackDown vs. Raw. Then this came out, and I was like, ah, this is the little, this is the direction that they're going, and maybe I'll take a break. And then twelve came out, and I was like, okay, I'm back in. 
I have a story about 12, but I'll save that for when we cover it on the an episode about it. All right. Well, that's coming up, so that's on the list. Let's let's jump into like the actual gameplay. What do you, what do you, do you want to yeah. talk about? This is really there's only one word that comes to this to, to mind when you talk about this game, and that's big. big. Everything about it is big. The wrestlers are big. The moves are big. You big, get exaggerated big air. Yeah, like it's it's like a like a caricature of of wrestling. It's everything's over the top. It's super exaggerated. It's I, I, I there's really no other words to use to describe it. <laughs> All right, so for me to describe it, it actually felt like. Do you ever play with your action figures when you were little, like with a friend or a cousin, and there was no way to ever have a match with two guys holding a figure, and you would just start hitting them into each other, and then eventually yeah. you'd just get higher and higher, and all of a sudden you're fighting in the air, and you're like, okay, this isn't working. Yeah. That's what this game is like, because you're just beating each other up, and then all of a sudden, you're getting like a power slam, like 50 feet in the air, and <laughs> you bounce up like 10 feet off the mat. It's it's ridiculous, but it's it's well, fun. Or you play and you work up from from your your ring. You work up to like the couch somehow, and <laughs> then your guys are like fighting on the couch, and then all of a sudden you just realize you're like, I'm on the couch. This never works. And the ring's down there. Maybe Shawn Michaels might have to give the Undertaker a super kick off of the couch and see if I can make him fall perfectly in the ring. Yeah. That's that's what this game is. That's why me and my cousins that's, can in a never nutshell. play. <laughs> But yeah, like we said, so, the characters are all exaggerated. They're all big. They're like caricatures of themselves. They're like jacked and I guess they're just just big. Like their upper bodies are huge. And when you hit a signature or a finishing Everyone move. Everyone looks like Jose Canseco. <laughs> when you hit a signature or a finishing move, you just shoot right up into the air. And like there's colored like smoke and stuff around you. And you just shoot right back down to the mat. And your character kind of just bounces. <laughs> it's... I think funny. Macho Man's elbow is my favorite finisher just because it's a it's a two-step operation to hit your finisher. So when your finisher bar is full, uh, you tap the L1, R1 buttons, and that starts the animation. So your guy does like a taunt. Some, are, some taunts are longer than others. Um, but as soon as you hit the, L and R, the L1, R1 button, wherever you are in the entire arena... Macho Man backflips and lands perfectly on the top turnbuckle. And then when you hit L1 and R1 again, he dives off to do his elbow drop. And it he will fly, no joke, 120 feet to hit the target. Yep, I felt that one. I, I think I jumped from the bottom left turnbuckle to outside of the ring for the top right turnbuckle. So that's across the ring. Clearing the turnbuckle and then the stairs and then hitting John outside in the other corner. Yeah, that happened. And I see, I like the Hollywood Hogan leg drop because you weren't even standing. No, I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> you weren't even laying down and I just hit it and all of a sudden your body was down and I just jumped up 50 feet and just dropped a leg on you. Yeah, that was, I mean, hitting these moves, I want to say it's very satisfying is that is that is that accurate? Yeah, like yeah, when yeah. you hit your signature, <laughs> you hit your finisher. It's such like a reward factor because you, like you have to be so precise about it. Let's take a step back. The whole premise of this game is current 
superstars versus the legends. They're kind of pairing them off like who's similar, like John Cena versus Hulk Hogan. You know, fantasy warfare plays a big role in this game. So what do you say we run through this roster quick? Do you want to take the superstars and I'll take the legends or? Yeah, I'll take the superstars. So your superstars, you have the big show. CM Punk, Cody Rhodes, John Cena, John Morrison, Kofi Kingston, Randy Orton, Rey Mysterio, Sheamus, Triple H, and The Undertaker. And your legends, Andre the Giant, Big Boss Man, Bret Hart, Dusty Rhodes, Hulk Hogan, Jake Roberts, Randy Savage, Ricky Steamboat, The Rock, Roddy Piper, Sergeant Slaughter, Steve Austin, and The Ultimate warrior now there are also unlockables which you will unlock by playing the fantasy warfare mode i'm just going to run through them eddie guerrero Uh mr perfect the miz Shawn michaels jack swagger drew mcintyre edge jimmy snooka and kane now that those are all of the wrestlers that come with the game now might not seem like a lot but there is a big dlc which we will get to later but the big show john cena Randy Orton. Uh, Randy Orton loosely. Triple H, The Undertaker. Like, they should kind of be on the legend side if it was a game like now, right? Well, you gotta, you gotta I say, you gotta take into the time. Like, Big yeah. Show, still super active. Triple H, too, still super active. Orton, Cena, still super active. Like, I'm pretty sure in 2011, Cena and Orton are in a feud. Yeah, and I can't believe, just think about it. Orton is still, like, on the top now. And he still, he, like, and it's not like he's on the top and he's starting to fade. Like, he's on the top and he still is great. Like, it's nuts. All right, so the game mode. So there is the first one, Path of Champions. So you compete in a 10-man gauntlet against WWE legends, superstars, and tag teams. And along the way, there's three different storylines in a ladder-style tournament. So there's Path of Champions Legends, which is The Undertaker. Then there's Superstars, which is Randy Orton, and Tag Teams, which is DX, Triple H, and Shawn Michaels. So, and each one of these, you get these little animations. So The Undertaker really only speaks in, I think, uh, you get four cutscenes? Yeah, it's it's four cutscenes. It's one to introduce it, you have two, uh, two in the middle, and then you have the last one before your actual match at Mania. The Undertaker's uh, features Paul Bear very heavily. I think Taker only speaks in maybe two of them. Makes sense. Uh, Randy Orton's is you are going against him for the uh, WWE Championship. And he makes a lot of references to his Legend Killer gimmick, which... Makes sense. 2000, does it say 2011. Is that Legend Killer? I thought that was way before... Yeah, that was like 2002, 2004, like during Evolution. Yeah, so, that I mean, it was cool. It's a nice throwback to, to him being the legend killer. And then DX is like fourth wall breaking exactly what you would kind of expect from DX. It's very funny. They make reference to the to the fact that they're in a video game. Like, it's, it's funny. It's awesome. Um, the animations are great. It's, it's my only complaint about these little videos is uh aside from taker and paul bearer the voice acting by the superstars you can tell that they're just bored oh it's, super can, they're bored. just like reading <laughs> yeah like okay. like at one point at one point uh when they're making dx is making the reference that they're in a game um 
Shawn Michael goes, and now you can play as us currently in this video game, WWE All-Stars. And he holds up the package. And like literally the inflection that I just said that with is the inflection that he says it with. Just just a dead <laughs> tone. There's no emotion or excitement behind his voice. Oh, great. Uh, anyway, there's also Fantasy Warfare, which we touched upon, which the figures is based on. It involves 15 dream matches that put legends against the modern day superstars and just like you said each match begins with a video promo kind of introducing the two that are competing and there's like a kind of like a personalized storyline based on their history even if they didn't have like actual matches against each other the game like makes it feel like they did which is pretty cool and every time you complete one of these fantasy warfare matches you unlock the next one and it finally leads to the end the ultimate match if you had to pick one fantasy all-stars match who would it be none other than Shawn michaels versus the undertaker yeah it's not all right you know what let's just read i'll read through these legends versus uh superstars fantasy matches really quick okay you have your first one is ultimate warrior versus sheamus you have Eddie Guerrero versus Rey Mysterio. You have Ricky Steamboat versus Kofi Kingston. You have Mr. Perfect versus The Miz. Andre the Giant versus The Big Show. Stone Cold Steve Austin versus CM Punk. Bret Hart versus Edge. Jake Roberts versus Randy Orton. God, that sounds amazing. Sergeant Slaughter versus Jack Swagger. Hulk Hogan versus John Cena. Macho Man Randy Savage versus John Morrison. Jimmy Snuka versus Kane, The Rock versus Triple H, Roddy Piper versus Drew McIntyre, and Shawn Michaels versus The Undertaker. Hmm. I really think Hogan Cena should have been the last one. Exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> exactly what I was thinking. And how is The Rock Triple H a fantasy warfare when they have literally had a hundred matches together? <laughs> like They've had so many matches together. Like, how how is that fantasy warfare put on any Raw from like 1998, and that's happening? Yeah, that that some of these are a bit a bit odd. Jake Roberts versus Randy Orton. I I would like Jake in his prime, Randy in his prime. I would, oh, that would love. Be sick. Imagine the promos in that one. Oh my god! I was just gonna say the promos <laughs> for that match alone is enough. So the only part I get about Shawn Michaels versus Undertaker is the year prior at WrestleMania was their big main event. So that's where I see that one. You know, they're kind of playing with the current main event of WrestleMania with the two. I would maybe put like Jimmy Snuka and Kane. I would maybe put Undertaker and Kane just for the nostalgia of that one. Maybe put Jimmy Snuka and CM Punk. Even though Austin Punk is pretty sick. I said Austin Punk makes sense. Yeah, I don't know. You, we could fantasy book this all day, but yeah. Warrior like, and Sheamus like, is a bit odd. I think Snuka Morrison makes sense because they're both. That flyers. would be cool. Maybe I would say Triple H and Warrior, but that happened at WrestleMania and it was awful. <laughs> but but anyway, that's those are the fifteen matches. And getting through these matches is where 10 of the game's 30-man roster is unlocked. So, And then in addition to Path of Champions and Fantasy Warfare, um, there's also just regular exhibition modes. Just, you know, standard match, tornado tag, steel cage, extreme rules, and an elimination match. 
Um, that that's you know what you would come to expect from a wrestling game, just your standard fare of matches that aren't like the bread and butter of the game. I think we liked the elimination match the most, right? Uh, elimination match was fun. Uh, I feel like if you could do an extreme rules elimination match, that would okay. Wait, hang on, be... <laughs> hang on. Don't even give me that because we, the elimination match we played came down to us two, and you pinned me outside of the ring. So, well, no, I just wanted weapons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Hey, in the extreme rules match that we did, you hit me with like six weapons, and I didn't hit you with any, and I still lost. <laughs> Take us through uh, this create a wrestler mode. All right. I was just going to say, so aside from the three play uh, game modes, there's also a create a wrestler, uh, which, I mean, it's limited. It's not bad. It's not good. But I've definitely played games with worse create a wrestler uh, modes. The weirdest thing for me is that you get to pick your... Your moveset, you pick from either a superstar or a legend, but your finisher can be anyone's finisher. So you can have hmm. Rey Mysterio's moveset, but do the WMD punch as your finish. Interesting. Yeah, that was a little bit of a step back. I think the, I mean, I guess this game isn't really revolved around creator wrestler like the other games are. I was just saying, it's not like a full story mode where you're like your custom character goes through. Um, and then, obviously, this is a game from 2011. There was online play. Um, Which brings in DLC. Yes. Now, the DLC for this game is very interesting story. A little bit of controversy, I guess you could say. <sighs> so, there were a bunch of DLC characters that were confirmed. The first pack that came out was Ted DiBiase and Ted Jr. Makes sense. On the PlayStation, there was actually the free first wave of the DLC pack, which was Honky Tonk Man. Ooh, which, yeah, that, yeah, that better yeah. be a free one. I wouldn't pay for that. <laughs> so the deal, that same DLC pack was pushed back for the Xbox 360 users. So in order to counteract that, THQ released R-Truth for free. And they also announced the next DLC pack with that release. So... Sorry you didn't get it at the same time as the PlayStation users, but hey, here's an extra character for free. Here's R-Truth and the Honky Tonk Man. <laughs> all, all right. It, I'll take that. I guess that's uh, the next fantasy match, right? I guess so. Two musical acts. Uh, yeah. I could dig it. I could I dig it. Even, yeah, I'll get behind that. And then the next pack that came out with R-Truth was the all-time greats pack, including... Chris Jericho, The Road Warriors, and Jerry Lawler. That's a good pack. I like that one. Is it like a tag match? Is it Jericho and Lawler versus The Road Warriors? Or is it like... Nah, I don't think so. This was not like a fantasy warfare. This was just like, here are our characters. <laughs> yeah, kind of. But this is like 2011 Jericho, where he's got the short hair and the trunks. Short hair. He, come back, he comes back all, uh, all jacked. Codebreaker. Yeah, Codebreaker Jericho. And then the final pack released on August 2nd of 2011 is the Southern Charisma Pack, which, Oof. you know what? I want you to, I want you to do this one. Tell, tell us who's in this pack. Oh, boy. Southern Charisma. Michael Hayes, Doot, 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 and Mark Henry. That, I mean. What a, what a combo. 
Okay, so I guess I guess the theme of Southern Charisma is is like sex appeal because it's Michael <laughs> purely sexy Hayes. Tell us and how you feel, George. S- sexual chocolate, Mark Henry. <laughs> is that the connection there? I guess. I mean, Southern Charisma is Mark Henry Southern. He's from Billsby, Texas. Oh, okay. I, I honestly had no idea. Um, <laughs> so they they really released stuff throughout a year, but it seemed like there was a lot of issues. But on August of that year, they announced that they would be releasing this game for Nintendo 3DS. So that's not something you see. I I guess I want to say not something you see often to have these games released on like a DS system. But the 3DS was pretty advanced for its time, and it did have a lot of the same. Like features, and you could actually play a wrestling game on it, especially an arcadey one. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I, I'd like to correct. He's from Silsby, Texas. He now currently resides in Austin, Texas. Oh, okay. a little update from Mark okay. Henry. Gotcha. Thanks. So I, I was, I was close. So the 3DS version has two new game modes and all of the DLC right off the bat. So the new game modes are Score Scramble and Gauntlet. And in Score Scramble, you fight each other until one person gets fifty thousand points or do a timed battle. So that's cool. Something different. And in the gauntlet, you play against the entire roster, excluding created wrestlers. Now, like you were saying before with the moveset, the ability to choose finishers different from the moveset has been removed. So if you choose Triple H's moveset for a created character, the finish would automatically be the pedigree. You can't change that. That makes sense for a 3DS game. Yeah, I say not having that feature, I feel like kind of would bum me out. Knowing that it was an option normally, uh, but it makes sense, like you said, for for what where the game was being played, it makes total sense. That's all I do now, like especially in like two K games. Like I just pick someone's move set, like a generic move set, and then I just change the signature and the finisher. Like I don't, I don't have time anymore to sit there and pick through every single move and strike. Like I used to do that, but not anymore. Nope, I do that every time. You go through every, every single move. Every single oh, move. Oh man, no! I pick like Jeff Hardy's move set or something, or <laughs> I just change oh. the signature and the finisher. Every single move. Oh, I'm awful. Yeah, so it's self torture, but for for the love of the game. Okay. All right, John. What do you say we jump into this artwork? Yeah, this is like very very notable artwork. I think everyone now, recognizes this cover and this logo. This this would lead you to believe. That the main events of Fantasy Warfare would be John Cena versus Hulk Hogan and the Ultimate Warrior versus Randy Orton, but you would be wrong. And then look in the back. Macho Man versus Rey Mysterio, maybe. Kofi versus The Rock. These are all matches. Kofi versus The Rock is awesome. Yeah, I mean, Mysterio and Macho Man is awesome, even though that probably did happen in WCW at some point. Yeah, but it was probably Unmasked Rey. Hey. And like an NWO Macho. Kind of like Filthy Animals versus NWO or Macho Man 2000, but I'm sure it was, it we've was seen LWO it. LWO versus NWO. I'm sure someone can. I don't think Ray was ever in the LWO, so I know. <laughs> I'm sure, sure someone could find that for us and show us. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, the exaggerated cover, the All Stars logo, that paint splash in the background, which pretty much shows how the game. I don't know. Like to me, that describes the game, like those colored splashes, because. The game is very colorful. AEW vibes. Is that just me? Yeah, kind of like the dynamite commercials with the exploding yeah, like like colored smoke. Yeah, that that's what it reminds me of. That background, like that the the paint smoke or like a smoke bomb kind of color. 
Yeah, it's very cool. Very cool artwork. I like it a lot. And we're seeing the character models of the games, the character models from the game, not the actual superstars, which is cool. Because normally we'll get like, yeah. like PNGs layered over each other. I say I think that that's one of the reasons why I appreciate the cover of this game because it's got nothing to hide. Nope. Like, do do you like look at the artwork and the character models of this game, both on the front and the back cover? If you like them, you'll like this game. Yeah, and the back cover of the at least the 360 version has every superstar on it, so you know what you're getting. Now, upon researching these covers. Every cover was different for 360, PlayStation 3, PlayStation 2, the Wii, the 3DS. So to pick apart the back covers, it's very hard, but you'll get the All-Star logo, you'll get some screenshots, and like we said, paints a beautiful picture of what the game is. Yeah, now, they, they really did a good job of not hiding anything. Like, you know what you're getting when you get it. Now, I want to say this THQ logo. I feel like once they switch to this newer THQ logo... It was the end of the end. <laughs> that was it. Like that was the downfall of Give THQ. Give me the slant, the italicized font in the in the rectangle with the red line. Yeah, yeah. No, this was that's what I. This want. was the end of THQ here. At least the next year or two. But the animation for this THQ logo was a lot better than what they had done previously. But I will give them that. Come on. They 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 took a, a cool logo design and sacrificed all of the quality gameplay. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> now, what do you say we get into some fast facts for this game? All right, fast fact time. WWE All-Stars is the first WWE game to be produced by THQ San Diego. Many of the team's employees had worked at Midway San Diego, the studio that developed the first TNA Impact professional wrestling video game. It is the second WWE game produced by video game designer Sal DeVita, the first being WWF WrestleMania, the arcade game. WWE All-Stars was nominated for the title of Best Fighting Game at the 2011 Spike Video Game Awards, but lost to Mortal Kombat. The irony. All-Stars is available on eBay for about $20 to $30 for the PS3 and 360, $12 for the 3DS, and $15 for the PSP with some factory-sealed games going for about $80. Now, I own this on the PlayStation 3. And, yeah, uh, I, I actually got it from my local GameStop, and I think it was about 15 20 bucks. so yeah, can't you're, be, you're spot be on with your prices. <laughs> couldn't be much then. Um, but with that, how about we get into the ratings and reviews? Take us through. Metacritic, our favorite, gives this game a 75%. GameZone gives it a 7.5 out of 10 and says a fresh branch of WWE video games, THQ, has done a fantastic job of cherry-picking the best elements of wrestling with some of the most recognizable characters and stars in a visual, fantastic package. IGN gives the PSP a 7 out of 10 and says wrestling fans will have fun when they pick this one up, but I don't know how long it will last as it's a bit shallow. Total PlayStation, a 70 out of 100. Spazio Games, a 70 out of 100. ZTGD PSP, whatever that is, gives it a 70 out of 100. Xbox Addict gives it an 86%. Says this game 
works to recapture some of that arcade magic, and if any video game would ever dethrone WrestleMania as King of the Arcade Mountain, whoa, this would have stomped a Steve Austin-esque mud hole into that title. I actually take offense to that because there's very little that compares to WrestleFest, so... (laughs) (laughs) All right, so there were three figure packs that were released coinciding with the WWE All-Star Game. And those packs were Macho Man vs. John Morrison, CM Punk vs. Steve Austin, and Randy Orton vs. Jake the Snake Roberts. And I think the only real complaint that we had noticed about the, the, the figures was that the... Macho Man outfit is not the one that's actually depicted in the game. It's a bit odd. Yeah, it's a bit odd. Also released, there were two controllers. Actually, there were four controllers. There were two for PlayStation and two for the Xbox. Uh, One depicts something similar to the cover art where you just have a a couple of wrestlers. Rock and Triple H and Cena and Hogan, I believe. Very strange controller mapping buttons. They look <clears> like, what did you say? They look like Sega Genesis controllers? Yeah, kind of, yeah. Mixed with a and, 360-ish controller. And then there's the Brawl Stick, which is essentially just turns your home console into an arcade cabinet, which... Uh, Coolest John thing they actually We actually saw it a couple of months ago when we were at uh, Video Game Trading Post. That's right. I almost bought it, but I didn't have the game, so... <laughs> kind of wouldn't make any sense. Together, we make one whole collection. <laughs> I have the game. You could have bought the, there we the go. stick. We would have been great. But with that, Georgie, that's a great lead-in to our interview this week with the Major Wrestling Figure Podcast, Matt Cardona, Brian Myers, and Smart Mark Sterling. So what do you say? Take it away. All right. So, very special interview for the Game Marks Podcast. We are joined by the Major Wrestling Figure Podcast, Kurt Hawkins, or... Brian Myers. Matt breaks. We got five, Sorry. boys. Sorry. Man, WWE Legal just it's, called me. What are you doing, bro? It's habit. Sorry. We are joined by Brian Myers. All right. No, keep this. This no, is great. keep this, Clash. <laughs> this is real life. And while we're at it, while we're at it, I can admit this to uh, Mark and Clash here. I thought your partner was J. George this whole time. <laughs> and I'll admit this. I don't know who the fuck this guy is. <laughs> My name's George. I've done graphics for the major pod before. Oh, so. thanks, man. Oh, yeah. yeah. Thanks, man. We've I'm, paid George uh, I, I, I do. I do like your detail in the background. Oh, yeah. Uh, Clash called me a mark because it, it's in the background. Oh, I like it. Yeah. Uh, okay. So. Like I know I the Game Marks that. podcast. I hear your little jingle in our, in our pod. Uh, you guys got a hell of a brother rate for that ad. Yeah, hell of a brother rate. <laughs> What you pay the caught looking podcast for your ad in that one. <laughs> and this whole time you thought it was Jay George. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Who has been on our podcast, oddly enough. Oh, wow. All right. So uh, in 2011, uh, WWE released a video game called WWE All-Stars. And along with that, Mattel released some figures that went along with it. And being that you guys are the foremost authority on wrestling action figures have figured who better to talk to than uh than you guys so yeah so the first thing that comes to mind when you're talking about this obviously there's the two packs they were toys r us exclusives um i and i've said this pretty vocally i have never really been a video game guy the last time i like actively played video games i had a sega genesis and i remember i loved the aladdin game and that was like the extent (laughs) of it 
even like when I got into WWE and I was in games, I didn't even play them or try to play as myself. I remember like the first time a game came out that I was in, I tried to be Kurt Hawkins and I couldn't even like walk like video games had just passed me by so far that I was like, all right, whatever, I'm done with this. But <laughs> that game, for whatever reason, and I'm assuming it's just like the over the top graphics and stuff, that was like the only time I can recall being like kind of jealous that I wasn't in the game because I thought it was so cool. It was and I remember like, like it reminded me of like WrestleFest, like arcade style. Yeah, and yeah. I and the I remember that Drew McIntyre made it and he was kind of like close to the same level where I was at the time, you know, not really like an important guy in WWE. And I was like, man, he made it. Damn, lucky for him. <laughs> and uh I also another thing that just sparked me now while I'm talking about this out loud, I remember hearing through the grapevine, which I can't confirm, that like the payouts to be in that game because the roster wasn't so bloated was pretty uh, impressive. I remember that hearing that as well and also being devastated not being in the game. <laughs> um, <laughs> At least like you were like, you were like doing stuff at the time. Like I, I wasn't you, you, you got screwed actually now that I'm thinking about it. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's, there's three, two packs. It's who is it? it's Austin and punk. Yeah. Austin, yep. Austin and punk, Jake and Randy, Jake and yeah. Randy. And, uh, and then the you've biggest, talked probably the biggest head scratcher of them all. Uh, Morrison and uh, Randy Savage, which I uh, say so you guys have talked about this before. So, yeah. So I so have never worn that gear, right? Who, who macho man. Oh, he has. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course, I posted a, uh, I posted about it, and someone found me the exact photo because he comes with two bandanas, and I'm like, what is this like leopard print bandana? They found him wearing it. It's the green trunks. Yeah, yeah, I remember um, that now. Actually, you're saying it because that's not what he even wears in the game, which is weird. Right? Oh, really? Yeah, that's it's only insane. one out of those that doesn't wear what's on his figure. Really? Yeah, everyone else is like an exact counterpart to their action figure to their video game model, except for Randy. It's wow. it's weird. So I do remember that game being fun. Like Brian, uh, video games kind of passed me by. I, I, of course, I played N64, No Mercy, WrestleMania 2000, all those games. But then it just got a little too difficult for me, you know? And then, um, like Brian what? said, like I tried playing. You were using a game, Genie. Just tell him. You were <laughs> <laughs> but I remember Brian and I actually did the mocap for one of the WWE games while we were in Deep South Wrestling before we were on the main roster. And I got so excited that day or that week, uh, you know, that I would be in the game or, you know, my movements that I went out and I bought an Xbox, but all these games. Oh, my God. This is true. I forgot about this. I played it for about like a week and then sold it to Kofi. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot. This is all true. Yeah. Do you remember which game it was? So it It was was, uh, we did it in very, very early 2007. So it had to be like the 0708 game. The year before we're actually in the game, I would say. The okay. year after. Year before. Oh yeah, the year before we're in the game, yeah. And yes. I rem- so uh basically uh our boss at the time was Mike Bucci, aka Nova from ECW, aka Simon Dean, and he back then it was they would use developmental talent to do it kind of I guess to save money because now they hire like independent wrestlers to do it. And I think guys were getting too hurt and stuff, so they realized it wasn't worth the risk. But uh <laughs> You would just kind of get like cherry picked, and Mike kind of like liked us, and he was just like, "Oh, I'll take you to LA for a week." And we we're like, "This is and to not go to Deep South Wrestling practice for a week and go on like basically a vacation to LA was like unreal, like mind blowing experience um, for Matt and I." And uh, so he he basically just picked who he wanted to hang out with. So he brought us, and he brought Stevie Richards, and then I remember like it what. 
there's like an agenda of what you have to do. You know, you're not just like doing power bombs like nonstop. Like, so some of that stuff is not all that exciting. And for whatever reason, most of the week we did, it was like me and Broski circling and like tying up and like kind of chain wrestling or like walking towards each other and stopping. Like, and then like Bucci and Stevie were just sitting off to the side, like watching YouTube videos. And like, we were the only ones like working the whole time. And then finally, like the last two days, we did the cool stuff where we got to do like entrances and things like that. Um, you remember who I you remember, did it all? I, I remember like I couldn't do, you know, Cena has that weird slide in the ring. I couldn't do it because the, the ring was like slightly higher and I just couldn't like get in because he like slides <laughs> and then swings his hips through. And, I, and like uh, no matter how many times I tried it, it was just really, really bad. I know uh, Broski for sure did RVD. I remember that, like doing the whole like, you know, the point yeah. to yourself thing. I did Jeff Hardy, which included the like free bird, like fire up on the ramp and stuff. And I remember like the first time I did it, it probably wasn't that great. And Nova was like, dude, no one's fucking here. Just mark the fuck out. Who cares? Like, who cares? And he's right. And I just fucking went for it and did the full blown like <laughs> Jeff Hardy dance on top of the ramp. And then the other thing that's in my mind is Stevie Richards couldn't do Undertaker's walk. Like he's <laughs> like... He's such an awkward human being. He, like, they were telling him to just walk slow, and he, like, couldn't do it. Like, he was, like, still just being all, like, sporadic and shit. And it was, like, unbelievable. Of all the like, things to get in your own head about a walk is not the thing you would expect it to be. Yeah. I, I will say this. The attention to detail was unbelievable. Like, before you were to do something, they'd show you the video. Like, they had everything, like, lined up, ready to go. And especially when every year... Um, you take these photos for the video game. They get you from every angle, every expression, your hands, your your boots, your palms, like literally every angle. And the first game we were in, we were actually downloadable. I don't know if you remember that. I right? do. We weren't even in it. Um, but the gear that they use for me, um, I'm not sure about the actual game, but I still have, I've just found the photo on my phone. It's of gear I never wore because like we were – Supposed to be after we became the Edgeheads, we were supposed to just get new gear right away. So we rushed and got like Edge looking like gear, and we took we took photos in it. Uh, but then we never got to wear. It. Like I've never worn this gear. And when they showed that we were in the roster, it's in this. I would say it's made up gear, but I actually do have it. But we never got to wear <laughs> it. Never wore. <laughs> I bet you ended never up wearing even. yours eventually, right? Mine. You you had trunks. You and you wore. I'm pretty eventually. sure I'm in the trunks like that I wore forever and like my right, deluxe so, like, aggression these, figures. These, are, in these and... have like the almost like the brood. What's it called? That little uh, symbol, the cross. Yeah, that weird cross. It was stars. Yeah. Zach Ryder. I saw and kick pads, like stuff I never ever wore. Wow, we took those I barely once. barely remember that. Yeah, I gotta but. say though, hearing knowing that you guys collect everything that you're a part of, to hear that you guys even even the games that you're in, you don't collect them, whether or not you play them, always struck me as something that was no. Nice. I, I I have one of every game that I've been in. For what reason, what about I do you, not know. Because so, I don't own consoles or anything. <laughs> I was just going through my collection of stuff to sell because I got fired. And uh, I realized that I did have... <laughs> I, did, just... I did have the majority, if not... I haven't like went through and, and checked, but I would say I'd have 99% of the games. Just, just like, you know, I don't have for every system. You know, whatever. Yeah. 2K12, I have for Xbox. 2K13, I have it for PlayStation, whatever. So uh, the ones that I don't have, I will have to go uh, back and get um, – what are those old school – what are those stores called where you go buy old games? Uh, I mean depending on where you are. No, say, like what, was it called? Right? what was it called like back in the day? It was Electronics Land. Ba- ba- Babbage's? Funko Land. Funko Land. Remember Funko Land? Yeah. Wow. 
Was it like a full circle moment when Chris Statlander did your entrance this year's game? That was funny because uh, you guys all showed me that, and you can and uh, well, one, I'm very flattered and honored that she got to do it, but. Once you guys told me it was her, I'm like, oh, this is a female. Like, there's just a certain <laughs> like, <laughs> there's like a you know a certain saunter where you can just tell like that's not you know a man didn't do that. That's clearly a woman. It's just too like uh, I don't know, fluid. I guess I don't know. Yeah, dainty. whoever did my entrance this year totally fucked it up. They do like a double <laughs> L, not oh, even L. No. Oh I'm man, like, I do one thing. Can <laughs> you throw up two L's? <laughs> I mean, uh. Sanjay Sanjay Dutt did mocap for years and years and years and would like stooge stuff off to me. He'd be like, Oh, I did your entrance and we had to use like a pipe cleaner as the pipe or whatever or something, you know, like a plastic like uh plumbing tube or something. And I'll be like, Okay, at least I know I'm in or whatever, you know, things like that. So we're talking about all stars here, right? Okay, yeah. Okay. So I was and gonna say, figures. so for these figures, you guys obviously collect them and you have them. Like you have these in your collections, every single one of them? I only have the uh, the Macho Man. I because that falls into your rule. Because it goes into my Macho Man rule. Uh, I, I technically I could have gotten the Jake and Austin, but neither of them I, I believe were different enough to get. Unless I have Jake and I don't even realize I have him in my collection. Well, the <laughs> so, thing that we noticed about these uh, is that there's other Mattel figures and other lines that are very similar, if not. Yeah. Exactly the just, same. It seems very thrown together f- just to promote the game. Yeah. Yeah. But I was surprised to see how high up in price some of these facts could be. Because they, oh, they were Toys R Us exclusives. And so early on in that Mattel run, like people weren't, I don't know if people just weren't collecting. I don't know. Because the Mattel, Mattel WWE prices have risen faster than any wrestling product ever. And I can't, it's almost like unexplainable. It's like if you sit on a Mattel thing for two years, it's going to double in price, like at least, you know? At Actually, least. I'm looking at this. I'm looking at this All Stars two pack. I definitely have this Jake the Snake because he's. I in the think green. I only have Jake left. Yeah, because he's in the green tights. There's no other. Um, there's, Jake like that because series two Jake is a uh, heel Jake. A heel Jake, and then yeah. later they make the Hall of Fame where he's in the gray tights. <laughs> yeah, which yeah. I just realized I don't have that. At the time these came out, I was collecting oh, everything, so I got them all, and I've since purged a little bit. We opened but up I, a can I, of worms. I think Jake Jake's the only one that remains. Oh, man, guys, thank thank you for thanks for inviting me on the show because I just realized I need the Hall of Fame class of 2014 Jake. <laughs> really? Ringsidecollectibles.com. I don't think I have this. Bro- in gray. Roski, I know you and I know you very well. I'm advising you right now to get up, walk across the hall, and look into your cabinet because I'm sure it's there. <laughs> and now you're gonna have to. There's no way I could tell if it's in there. There's so many figures uh, jam packed. Use your phone flashlight or something. I don't know. Have you seen the yep. other stuff that they put out with the game at all? No. So what? What is it? It's a. Uh, it's called the Brawl Stick, which is like it's like this box. It looks like a joystick pad, like an arcade joystick. It's got Triple H and The Rock on it. And then instead of holding a controller, you could play like holding the joystick and pressing the buttons like you're on an arcade table. Oh, really? That's pretty cool. So how does this work? I'm so like out of video games. Like, how does this work? You, it's like all it's all like over the top style. You put the TV on channel three. <laughs> <laughs> no, so these plug even... in the same way that, you know, it's a lot of the consoles nowadays have like USB ports so like the same way that you plug in your microphone and stuff unless oh, you're going whoa. to mix it well i don't plug in my microphone my wife does it for me she just sets it all this <laughs> up because i don't know what the hell's going on so the same way that you would plug in like a memory stick into your laptop it's that uh-huh. same kind of plug uh-huh. Uh-huh. okay um <laughs> so like 
do games come out in the stores or do you actually buy them anymore? Either either or it depends. So like yeah. I I just came up with the idea that because we have this podcast, I'm going to collect uh every wrestling video game for PlayStation 1 to PlayStation 4 and then um I'll, I'll revisit after that and uh you know, you have the option of buying a lot of them digitally, but if you're going to be a collector and you want to have those things There's like nothing in the else, case, yeah. It's, you know, you have the option for most of them. So as a kid, obviously, I loved wrestling. I loved video games. But there was uh, a few times where I bought a system just to get a wrestling game. Like it oh, was yeah. uh, Sega CD had, I think, Rage in the Cage. Yep. And it was almost like kind of uh, like Royal Rumble, like those graphics, just with more guys, a cage, and like different guys, like the head shrinkers. I was like, holy shit. So really, what? I, made my parents I have buy no me. recollection of that. I, yeah. I made my parents buy me Sega CD <laughs> just so I could play this game. You were the one. You were the yeah, one person. Uh, and, then, and, then it's, and then I tried to get my parents to buy me Sega 32X because their Raw as War has uh, Quang in it. Yeah. <laughs> you needed Quang, huh? Well, I know. I didn't. My parents wouldn't buy it for Quang. They, uh, they wouldn't do it. My cousin John had Quang. I was so pissed. I, I remember my freshman year of high school, like, obviously, I was not a video game guy, but I would go over to my friend's house just to watch him play WrestleMania 2000 because I just wanted to see the entrances and stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was a cool well, part back. Then. It was like a nowadays, big deal for me. Nowadays, there's the beauty of uh, all this technology. You can actually install emulators for consoles on your cell phone, and you can play like Royal Rumble for Sega on your cell phone. Are you speaking English right now? <laughs> <laughs> I'm you watching your face. Like, there's no way. <laughs> I don't know what you just said. <laughs> I, I could tell I lost you as soon as I said. I mean, all you need to know is that you can play it on your phone now. By the way, Smart Mark Sterling is here. I was just going to say, I I got cut off on the intro. I didn't get to introduce Marky. Oh, man. I've just been laughing, so I I figured I had to say something. (laughs) There's been a lot of of stupid shit said already. (laughs) We're we're talking about video games and uh, wrestling figures. What about the uh, Retro Fest figures that Mattel made that they looked like they were in an arcade uh, console? Those look pretty badass. Those are cool, I, I think right around... The time that you guys started the major pod, I was at Chosen One Collectibles in Long Island and I found one of those figures and I sent it to Mark and I was like, how rare is this figure? How important is this figure? And he's just <laughs> like, if you like it, get it because everything's just going to go up. So Right. Yeah, he's right. Those those might be the coolest packaging Mattel's ever done. Yeah, it's actually kind of kind of sad the line's dead already after only like, you know, five or six figures. Yeah, and then the other thing with figures and uh and video games is like that the playable characters that came with the retros i don't know if you guys ever even did that oh yeah so like technically like my retro figure has like a um like a scan what's it called a qr code thing yeah my wife just showed me like last week i didn't even know those were still a thing that's like from your shirt (laughs) in like 2012 like qr codes still work and like 2000 bro i had that in like 2000 11. Yeah, I thought that was like a dead technology. That was like it, a, it, a, it, it a VCR. It, it still technically, yeah. it never took off. They're yeah, actually making me. a comeback now. Really? Yeah, because... Point your camera at it on your phone now. And, it, and your it phone goes, knows. That's, yeah. well, that's, well, that's what it was back. supposed to do before. It's well, right. It, it used to be just like a Blackberry it. thing or, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I remember it. Yeah, now it's like every phone on every camera can just scan it. So now that it's more like easily accessible, they're like starting to make a comeback. So okay. I'll bring it back in my tights maybe. But as Mark was saying, on the retro wow. figures, they would come with a little code, and then you would, for instance, scan Zack Ryder, and then you'd be into this mobile game. But for some, I don't know if it's been updated, but when I got the Zack Ryder figure and I scanned it, 
I wouldn't get uploaded into the game. So I don't know if they ever put me in. And <laughs> they, when I so said, they when did. I told Mattel that, they said never talk about that publicly. <laughs> I, I, but I don't I just, work for WWE anymore, so I can say it. And I uh, I despise those that whole whatever, that whole concept, because they kind of half ruined the retros to me because they came with those stands, and it took away from like the old schoolness of them, and it just pissed me off. Well, then they just started adding just paper inserts when they got rid of the stands. Yeah. And they did. I downloaded the game and inputted every single character, and I've never played it for one second. I just have the game on my phone with all the characters that so, I bought. So is there a Zack Ryder? Yeah, it worked. Oh. But the thing is, we got – like, Broski got his so early. Like, Ringside would send it before it was in the stores, so it wasn't oh, ready in the game okay. yet. Oh, that makes yeah. sense. Okay. Yeah, so it, it's ready now. But what, what screwed me is that, okay, so I tried to scan it in, right? Yeah. And then what happened, once you scan it in, you can't scan it in again. So it scanned it as like invalid. So I, I was screwed. I could never be in ah, unless I like uninstalled oh, everything. <laughs> so I said, this ain't fucking worth it. Sorry, man. <laughs> Hard times. All right. Any other questions? We got a podcast to record. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, John, what else? You got anything else? We'll let you go here. But um, the new game's coming out this fall. It's not. They completely skipped 2K21 this year because now, reasons. I saw, so they find, they they skip 2K, and then they give you a game with alligators? <laughs> That's the big comeback? It's like with alligators, <laughs> but to go off what Brian said earlier, he played the Aladdin game. The executive producer of this new game worked <laughs> on the Aladdin game. So. There we go. I'm in. I'm back. <laughs> I remember the code. Genie it's just going to be like Aladdin Abu. If it's like Undertaker running through the boneyard and like <laughs> Aladdin style, then I'm in. It actually might be that. There just we go. That. I'm in. That's all. We I, remember, need. I just watched it. I watched it this morning. It was like, all right, so the 2K game is not coming out, but here is the new game. And it's like Rock comes out, then Cena, and then Rock throws Cena into an alligator's mouth. I'm like, what is this? And if you First look behind them, it's still it. the old Scratch logo on everything. So I think they've had this in the can for a while, and they're just like, okay, we need something now. I'm going to oh need a link God. to that. I don't even know. i got to see this. This might get me back into video games, guys. Oh, Jesus. Oh. <laughs> All right, boys. All, All right, right. Thank you. Thank you, Thanks guys. Thanks for having us. Later, Thanks brothers. so much, guys. See Peace you guys. Out. Mark, good to see you. You too. Nice to meet you, man. <laughs> What's your name again, you guys? I can't believe you're not J. George. George. This is bullshit. J. George. George. It's unbelievable. <laughs> What's up, Game Marks Podcast? This is Danny Tancredi, and I'm here with my brother, Johnny Tancredi. And together, we are the Cult Looking Podcast. Each week, we bring to you the latest news and reviews on all things baseball collectibles. From baseball cards and memorabilia to bobbleheads and stadium giveaways, each episode will discuss the newest products to hit the shelves of your local card store and your favorite ballparks around the country. Be sure to be following us on Instagram at the Caught Looking Podcast and on Twitter at Caught Looking BB. New episodes drop every Friday, so be sure to tune in wherever great podcasts like this one are available. The Caught Looking Podcast. Don't get caught looking, start collecting. All right, so we got not only about the All-Stars figures, the All-Stars game. They went into their motion capture. They went into their video game history. We learned about they Zach. They made fun of me. They made fun of you. We learned about <laughs> Zack Ryder's tights, which we will post from the old SmackDown vs. Raw series that he never actually wore, which was kind of cool. It was a lot of fun. And we got to see our Still, good old friend Silver Balls. Yeah, I feel like uh, I'm never going to outlive that botch of the names there. It's just habit, you know? You watch TV, you see them on TV, and that's their <laughs> names, and like that's how you know them. Like 
I don't have the same relationship with Brian that you do. Like he did train me to be a wrestler. Yeah, he's so Brian. I, he's, he's always been Brian to me. He's not Kurt. He's 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 Kurt Hawkins, yeah. the guy on the TV, and like. But that was fun. I would like to do more stuff like that. Like I said, maybe get like Matt Cross on here or someone else in the 2K20 development. But with that, George. Hey, CPA's always available. He's always available. <laughs> with that, what do you say we head on over to Clash at the Feast? All right, so this week we did it a little differently. We didn't do it for YouTube. We actually did it at the end of our live stream for whoever was watching our Twitch channel. So you never know what we're going to do. Follow us at twitch.tv slash GameMarksPod. So we played a two out of three in All-Stars. Match number one. I chose HBK. You chose Edge. That was Extreme Rules. And you won because you wouldn't tell me how to pin. And match number well, two. That's, that's not at all. Match the number two. <laughs> match number two. I chose Hollywood Hogan. You chose Stone Cold Steve Austin. And you won again because I finally learned how to pin and you hit me with the stunner and that was it. Wait, I didn't pin you in the first match. I KO'd you. That's right. But you still didn't tell me how to pin. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. I KO'd you. Okay, great. Um... <laughs> I believe the second match, I just got my special, I just got my finisher, and you're like, oh, it's L2 to pin, stunner pin. And I was like, come on. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, this week's winner, George Feast, who's just really good at video games. Is that the next shirt? I'm just really good at video games, just like... With like an outline of your face with like the glasses? Oh, I'm thinking, I'm thinking like the... You know, the Scott Hall shirt where it says, uh, bad times don't last. Yeah. Bad guys do. It's just <laughs> half of the GMP mask. It said, I'm just really good at video games. I mean, I'm. we could make that. We could make that. But I think we also have a demand for the All-Stars logo and, and uh, the Ultimate Muscle logo on a shirt first. Yeah, so. I, let me tell you something. Out of all the artwork and logos that we've made for this podcast, All-Stars and Ultimate Muscle, never going to be my pick. I was like, oh, people are going to want the Mania logo. They're going to want Raw. They're going to want the SmackDown logo. Yeah, they want the they want what they want. Ultimate Muscle and All Stars. All right, all right. Let's we'll see what we can do. Anyway, that was Clash at the Feast. And oh, wait, by 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 the way, one more thing. I'm going to get real close to the mics. You just look at me. Look at me. I'm looking. John. Mm-hmm. Play my music. I haven't had to do that in a while because you haven't thrown to it. <laughs> it's your choice. You can either play my music or give me that 8-bit smooth criminal. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm getting real sick of this damn music. All right, let's move it on. Let's move it on. George, uh, do you happen to know what time it is? Uh, it's, it's 11.51 on uh, Saturday. That also in China is actually, uh, it's time to rate the games. The game! All right, George. WWE All-Stars. Would you play it forever? Woo! Or future endeavor? You're fired! Oh, I'm torn. I know. This is not... I thought this was going to be super easy. Um... Here's my my biggest complaint about this game. Um, The reversals are broken. Oh, horrible. 
Horribly broken. Um, the prompt comes up after your window to do it, and there's nothing that tells you that if you spam your button to reverse, that uh, it essentially plays like how the modern games do, where you really get only one shot to do it, but there's the prompt comes up late. So button mashing doesn't fix it. The prompts don't help you do it, so you kind of just have to accept every move that comes at you, which kind of blows. Um... The graphics are fun. Gameplay's fun. I, I mean, it's. I'm going to play it forever with the caveat of I think Battlegrounds may be the next iteration of this game. And I'm kind of excited about that. Uh, this is a game playing with someone is super fun. The, the fantasy warfare uh, is fun. The path to championship is kind of repetitive. It's pretty much the same thing for each one, just the stories change slightly. Um, but I'm going to play it forever. Okay. Now, yours is very, very long explanation. As, I, as, as I've been known to do. I believe that you had the game, so maybe that sways you a little bit. This was the first time I played the game. Last week, we started. Uh, I ran through it a couple times. I, I will admit. I bought the game. I now own this game. So I'm going to play it again. I really liked it. I like that arcade feel. It's like an updated roster. Kind of like our question last week. This is the updated roster to WrestleMania, the Wait, arcade you, game. So so you're not even playing it forever. You're owning it forever. Yeah. So simply <laughs> a game I never owned. I never played. I, I guess that kind of bothered me because I have played every single other wrestling game that WWE has put out since I've been alive. Um I'm playing it forever. Wow, the f- that's the first own it forever. Own it forever. You, you liked you liked the game that you actually went out and bought it. That's awesome. Yeah, did you get it for PlayStation? Yep, PlayStation Three. Got that free DLC, baby. All right, Georgie, why don't you tell us what we're playing next week? Uh, John, you're gonna have to get out your your Google Translate phone here because oh, next God. week on the podcast we are playing. Onita at Sushi FMW for the Super Famicom. Oh boy, this is gonna be an experience. I'm sorry, like the Onita, like like oh, Onita Onita, oh, who I rode yeah, the New like, Jersey Transit train with to WrestlePro once. <laughs> Onita at Sushi FMW is the game. Okay, it, it is John. It's everything. It's sumo. It's wrestling. It's cage fighting. It is essentially the street fighter of Fire Pro Wrestling, and I can't wait for you to play this game with me. I I am very intrigued, and yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna just if yeah. You're, if you're not familiar with this game, I highly recommend that you Google the name of this game. O-N-I-T-A space A-T-S-U-S-H-I space F-M-W. Look at the screenshots and prepare yourself because next week it's going to be fun. I'm ready. I'm ready. So, yeah. Okay. (laughs) I'm speechless. (laughs) I'm speechless here. Uh, It's bound to happen eventually. 
All right, that's going to do it for us this week on the Game Marks Podcast. Please check out our Pro Wrestling Tea store at prowrestlingtees.com slash gamemarkspod. It is currently the best way besides listening to support the podcast and make sure to follow us on all forms of social media at gamemarkspod. Leave us a review and a rating on Apple Podcasts and subscribe wherever you choose to listen to your podcast. Thanks for hanging out with us this week. Thank you very much to the Major Wrestling Figure Podcast. And thank you guys for just being you. And John, thanks for sitting with me every week and playing Mm -hmm. video games. And I would like you to do the honors. Say goodbye. Game over. Marks. I'm just really good at video games. Game Marks Podcast, put them on the radar. Playing rare games, second Saturn, no game shard. Johnny and George work hard and they play hard. Future Endeavor games and put them in the graveyard. From the deep dive to the clash at the feast. How can I get more? That's question of the week. Follow on Twitch, there's nothing that they won't play. Game Marks Podcast every single Monday. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.